Welcome into the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. Count on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi connection for all your devices. Xfinity XFi, can your internet do that? Welcome in, it's week one. Texans are hosting the Colts for the Liberty Whiteout game. And I've got a great guest for this very first podcast. We've got Jonathan Grenard. He led the team in sacks last year. He only played 12 games, but he's back. He's healthy. He had an offseason that was probably not what he wanted to have. He had a little bit of a... A cleanup surgery, got healthy again. We didn't really see him out on the field at all until about training camp, uh, but he looked better than ever. And I had a chance to catch up with him, talk about his offseason, what he expects for this season, what it's been like playing for Levy Smith, and uh, a lot more. So maybe a few nuggets in there that you did not know at Jonathan Grenard, like, oh, somebody said he was the best trash talker in training camp. So we'll get into all that on the Deep Slant podcast. But first, Xfinity delivers the fastest internet in Houston, stream Texans games on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi network, and count on a reliable connection for all your devices. Xfinity XFi, can your internet do that? All right, here we go. Jonathan Grenard on the Deep Slant podcast presented by Xfinity. John, I mean, I feel like you're a vet. It's only year three for you. Do (laughs) you feel like a vet? You're like a leader of this defense, but more so you're one of the guys that's been a fixture through a lot of changes. Right, right. And it feels that way, kind of. I mean, being here going on year three, um, obviously different coaches obviously every year so far, but um, I think this year feels a little different. I mean, uh, the energy feels good. I think guys are understanding what the standard is. We're understanding what Lovey wants, what the organization is about. And I'm um, just trying to establish a new one. And obviously, you know, in the, in the past, it wasn't we didn't live up to that. But I think now this year we're just all on that same mission and we all want to court. Yeah, you've gone through a, several coaching changes, but at least with Lovey being the new head coach, right. you had him as your defensive coordinator mm-hmm. last year. Does it feel like there's something that you can really build on just knowing his scheme and knowing what he's looking for when you're out on the Right. Field? I think now it's just I think it's taking that his defensive mindset and, you know, making everybody on the team, including the offense and special teams, understand what he wants too. So I think it just – we use that now on the defensive side to, uh, you know, spread that to the offense to help them out understand, you know, what that, um, what the mission is and what the standard is. And I think they already know it's self-explanatory. I mean, we all we're trying to win here. We all understand what we're chasing. Um, but it definitely does help to have a, a guy like like Lovey coming back, your defensive coordinator, and now he's the head coach, and obviously leading it the right way. And uh, and it's not hard to follow it. Like I mentioned before, it's just easy to follow because we all understand what we're trying to do. What was your off season like? I know it's yeah. probably not the way you wanted yeah. to spend it. You For were sure. out there during OTAs. You weren't doing much. We saw you start to right. take snaps, obviously, in the preseason and then training camp. But right. tell us about your off season, just getting healthy and what yeah. that was like for you. Yeah, I had a little cleanup uh, surgery, a little bit. Uh, something that was a little bothering me in my foot. But it, it, it helped out. And I, that, I used that time to pretty much just work on other aspects of my body that I felt like that were weaker, you know, or that I needed tending to. Um, and I feel good. I mean, it, like you, as you mentioned, uh, it was tough watching the guys during OTAs. Obviously, just continues to take reps, being out there, you know, with the guys sweating and grinding. But we we understand the business. We understand what the mission is and understand the mental reps is was huge for me. I just went back over my old film, watching the guys that are in there now, just trying to add to my game and um and just correct the stuff that I did to make me be a better and more efficient player. Yeah, I was going to ask you, yeah. what did you learn about yourself through all those mental reps and not being on the field? Yeah, uh, that I, I think too much at the time. So, and I'm a bit huge overthinker. Hmm. Um, and I think that's my issue just in general in life, period, not just with ball. And I think whenever you can do that for anybody to just dumb it down to where they can just play fast and, and, and do one thing, or the mission is, um, and what they're asking you to do on that defense, offense or defense, it makes the game go faster and you're more comfortable, and that way you can just play faster. And I think overall that was the mission I was trying to get to. Each year I'm trying to learn something that, that I can build off of for, from last year. What about pass rushing? I mean, yeah. you're just known as obviously a great pass rusher on <laughs> this right. defense. I know that you have had your conversations with Laramie Tunsil and mm-hmm. Titus Howard, especially in camp. Right. So how do you improve your pass rushing heading into year three, and how did those guys really help you? Yeah, I mean, like I said, even today, I mean, we're going to do it every day. We, we're going to go against each other. You know, we don't go against each other in the game. Um, I just think to take these, to pick each other's brains, um, 
from pass rush stuff, just a little small things because we all, as all pass rushers, we all think the same kind of. We understand there's, there's a million ways to get to the quarterback, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's kind of a foundational way that everybody gets to the quarterback, whether it's a certain move that is that is adjustable for one guy or fits him. But yeah, we do that all the time, and I just think overall it, it helps us. Iron sharpens iron, and these are guys that obviously at the top of their game with Laramie and, and, and Titus as well. And I think if we continue to do that amongst ourselves with the guys who got in our room across the defensive line, I just think that um, it'll be great for us and, uh, and to build that camaraderie as well just so that way we know going into the game and we can always just uh, help each other out for whatever we need. Do you try different moves on them in practice? Yeah, you got try, to. Try them out and see, like, <laughs> hey, how's this going to yeah, work? Yeah, you, you, you kind of got you kind of. Do they call to. you out when it's something new they haven't seen before? Uh, kinda, yeah, because it's more so like at the end of the day we don't want to lose. I mean, uh, some some guy some days you want to get an extra rep just to kind of see whether you didn't like how he beat you on that rep. You trying to get another win or you trying to work something that you didn't before um, that you might have seen. So I think that that's a good thing about it. You know, uh, we never get into it that that type of stuff just because we understand what we're trying to do. You get when guy get hit in the mouth or stuff like that. We understand right. this ball. We understand. That's that's a good thing about having a good relationship outside of the locker room or just inside on the football field to understand the mission. We can try a lot of things, and at the same time, we just got to be be real with each other when it comes to it. If, it, if it's not a move, it ain't working. You can be like, nah, it ain't <laughs> like work. take that out yeah, of your repertoire. Like, literally, say like, nah, I'm gonna do this every time, and it's like, okay, so you know, you just got to keep building, and vice versa. So I, I think it's beneficial for everybody. Well, one of the old linemen gave you credit for something. Mm. AJ Can said you were the best trash talker <laughs> on the team. He was asked who the best best trash talker was. He said that. Um, <laughs> He, he said that you're the loudest one, okay. at least in camp you were. I and he said uh, it was all good stuff, very yeah, chippy. For sure. And I find that kind of hard to believe because you're like this whenever we see you, very yeah, smiley yeah. and happy. But what do you like on the field with those guys? I try to uh, turn it I try to turn it up a little bit just because, I mean, if, if I feel the team needs to that time where the practice is a little sluggish or some, sometimes a little bit, I'll just throw it in there. Just talk a little trash, get us going. <laughs> um, I, I, I like to keep it friendly. Sometimes it's not as friendly as others. But uh, overall, we just we, we love the game. I love the game of football. I just love to, to compete. And I think if we're out there, why not compete? I mean, it's it's already hot as ever out there anyway. So if we're out here, we might as well compete and try to both get not just get through it, but actually win through it, you know, and push through it. So, yeah, I like to do that. I mean, I've been kind of doing it on, uh, since I was a youngin. But and as you say, I kind of look like this on the outside. Uh, <laughs> I try to keep this. I try to keep this. So that's a good thing. I'm glad you I get keep it all that. out on yeah, the field. I'm glad when people see me off the field. They're like, hey, OK, you cool. <laughs> this guy, you see, you know, I don't have my glasses on today. So uh, they, they think I'm a little non-sophisticated right now. But uh, other than that, yeah, I try to I try to keep it a little keep that on the field. What about during part. games, during game time? I mean, yeah. what is that? I'm, I'm fascinated with trash talking on yeah. the field in games. I mean, what is what is the art to good trash talking? Is yeah. it funny? Is it mean? Is it annoying? It just depends. When do you start? When do you stop? Right. I, I think it just depends. Um, depends on the guy, first of all. It depends on how to... Well, first of all, not the guy. It depends on how to, the game is going. If you're winning... We were discussing this. Right. Okay, right. So if, if, you're, if you're winning the game, then that's that's, that's grounds to talk. Um, but you make a couple plays, you, you kind of have to pace it. You, do you want to talk because you all, it better be a, a play that you know gets you off the field? Because if you're talking trash, you're then you gotta, still on the field. You're still yeah. on the field. You got to go five, six more <laughs> plays. Then, then this, you're gonna be real tired. So I just think you got to play with it a little bit. But overall. I just try to go with it. I mean, I just play with the field. I mean, it gets me tired sometimes talking trash, so I got to pick and choose my battles. But uh, for the Love most, the yeah, yeah, for the most part, um, I'm, I'm gonna try to get under the skin if I make a couple plays, just so that I can just get myself going too. Because I mean, it's fun. I mean, I don't, I don't mean no no ill intent at all. You're never gonna hear me go below the belt about some stuff. I'm just trying to talk trash to get us both through the game for sure. What about division opponents? Because you're gonna see these guys twice a year. Is it like a series to be continued? You're going against these guys quite a bit, right? You would think you would think so, but I haven't. Surprised I haven't talked this much trash. But I just think overall, we just got to get to that point when we can do that. I think it, it, when we get to that point, we all can confidently walk around with mm. our chest out to the point where we know we know our, our identity. We know we're actually putting it on tape. We're getting the results we want. Then I think that's 
you know, not only is the, the film going to show, I mean, you can then you can be able to kind of talk a little bit at the time, too, because you know that you're, you're confident in what you're doing and you know that it's no matter what they're going to do, you're going to win. So um, when we get to that point, I think that's where you're going to see a huge turn. And I'm definitely going to continue to do my best every day. Whether we like that or not, I'm still going to be talking trash to keep us going because at the end of the day, uh, we're still growing and we still play defense. So we got to stop the boys every time they try to score. All right. Well, speaking of division opponents, you open up the season against the Colts. The and Matt Colts. Ryan, you grew up in Georgia. Right, you said right. you grew up watching him. Right. I mean, what's that like? I know Lovey Smith has talked about it. Just facing those guys again, the way they dominated right. last year. It's kind of good sure. to start off the season against them. But what are your thoughts on the Colts and, <clears throat> and with Matt Ryan, a guy that's really been a veteran and right. kind of makes that team look a little bit different? He does. I mean, he's a great quarterback. I mean, like I said, I grew up a Georgia kid um, and watching him coming up. Obviously, when he got drafted there, he kind of turned the Falcons around. I mean, we were blackout when we were in Atlanta. Um, on that, around that time. So um, for him to change that around and give the city a little hope at that time, he was huge for the city. So I just admire a guy like that, um, his true character. But but on the football side, he's a great quarterback. I mean, everybody's, everybody know him. He's well-respected, makes the reads real good. He fits that offense kind of like, you know, Carson Wentz and the Phillip Rivers year before. You know, these guys with Frank Reich, I mean, he's, he's a quarterback's coach. It fits these guys. So I think overall, we got to make just make him feel uncomfortable. A lot of teams that had success against him in the past has just made him feel uncomfortable with his pass rush, um, games, or anything, just get him off of his, off his spot, make him. Uh, get out of rhythm you're gonna you got to do that against a, a vet like that because he's seen it all he knows it all he's done it all so I just think overall we stop them and then you get to 28 that, that the running back they got a uh, Taylor I mean he's a great back as well we stopped that aspect and I think overall they're going to continue to just come to us at the times we're trying to just get them to those uh, long situations and passing down so I think we give ourselves a really good shot there. All right, you talk about growing up in Georgia, so I have to ask you about the sure. John Grenard Foundation. You oh, just yeah. started it this offseason, right. so tell me what the what was the driving force behind starting it and, and who you really hope to help with that. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm a small-town kid. I, I, from, for the ones who are from Georgia, I'm from Hiram, Georgia, but, you know, people ask me where you're from. I say Atlanta because it's, it's they just know like what a general. Atlanta you know, is, they yeah. know a general. So I'm, like 20, I'm about 30 minutes outside of Atlanta going north, and it's a small town, and it's kind of surrounded by two or three of the biggest counties almost in Georgia, you know, Cobb County. Um, in Fulton, obviously, where Atlanta it resides, and obviously Douglas County and those counties around it. So we kind of sit right in that middle, and I just think me creating that, creating the foundation was to level the playing field so that we would all have equal opportunity. And that was our one. That was our mission statement. That's our mission statement is to level the playing fields because of you know when you look at McEachern and well, I'm saying McEachern is a school in Cobb County or the Hillgroves, you know these bigger schools that are surrounding our county. They get all the shine because they're just they just look better. They're obviously there and they just put out more. So I just think my what I wanted to do there, and it's not just hire them. It just it kind of goes for anybody that's overlooked. And I just think that me getting my hands on them and and the people in within our foundation getting our hands on the youth around there and and, and being a part of that to make sure that we're not overlooking. We can supply the people and the kids uh, with those uh, stuff that makes them put them on that level playing field. I love that, and that's just that's what I'm all about because I just know me. I was a three star recruit coming out, didn't have many offers like that coming out of school. Um, I had to prove myself a lot, you know. At the same time, I didn't have a lot of the resources to get to where I needed to go at the time, but I was fortunate enough to eventually build those relationships to get that. And I just think I don't want everyone to start at that path when when I have the authority to make them all on a level playing field. So that's what we're about, and I think that I'm gonna continue to drive for it. We had our first successful camp. Um, this oh, past nice. offseason, youth camp, and it was amazing. We had a lot, a huge turnout. Even though the rain tried to get us, we still had amazing turnout. About 70 kids came out. Wow. Um, and we're going to continue to keep trying to go out and, and be bigger and better next year. And we're still building those relationships by teaching financial literacy, um, you know, football stuff or life stuff in general, just life coaches. And I think in totality, we're going to be good for the community. All right, great stuff. Love to see it. Uh, congrats on the foundation. Appreciate it. Best of luck in year three, Jonathan. Thank you so much, DP. Great stuff from Jonathan and uh, really excited about his foundation, actually. If you go to his Instagram page, uh, he links to his 
his foundation, the Jonathan Grenard Foundation. So great stuff that he's doing for the kids out in Georgia. He'll get to face uh, someone he grew up watching this Sunday in Matt Ryan when the Texans and the Colts face off. We also had a chance actually to have Jonathan Grenard on Water Break Wednesday which is usually Drew and myself answering fan questions that come in on our live show. But this year, we're going to have a guest every single week. And it's not always going to be the Deep Slant guest on Water Break Wednesday, but it just worked out this week. And so we kicked it off with John Grenard talking about lots of different things. Fans wanted to know what he thought about the Florida Gators. Um, they wanted to ask him about food and music and all that. So you'll have to tune in every Wednesday, probably at noon, uh, but make sure you have the Houston Texans mobile app so that you can get all those alerts. So that is something very exciting to look forward to. Also on Sunday, we've got the pregame show for you. Texans Unlimited will get you caught up on all the big news of the week. We'll show you a live look at players warming up about an hour before kickoff. That's for home and road games, so you definitely don't want to miss it. But that's going to do it for our podcast. You can check out HoustonTexans.com for all the coverage leading up to game day, on game day, after game day and more, but thank you so much for listening, and as always, go Texans.